0: here we are bottom of the smash mountain i would like to thank my patron supporters over at patreon.com slash bsm pod for continuing to support me in what i'm doing especially big shout outs to my senior producers we have my mom and dad love y'all we have ventus official friend of the program we'll talk about that in a second i'm sure and lastly pk Smokey with uh, the eternal project so shout out shout outs This is very, very special because as some of you may know, this is episode 200 of Bottom of the Smash Mountain, and the two people who are on me with me for this episode, I'm very privileged to have JD and Wasabi, who are in a way doing a little mini reunion tonight with the Wannabes podcast, just a little bit. But I'm saying that the Wannabes podcast, JD and Wasabi specifically inspired me to start this, and 200 episodes later, I don't mention y'all in every single episode, but any time anybody asks it's you guys a little bit of Alston melee mixed in there as well but I still remember the messages I shared in your discord and the wannabes discord I, th- I said I want to do something and I think it was Wasabi who said yeah go for it and I was like yes this person randomly from New York said to go for it I'm gonna do it so <laughs> Both of you have been very supportive of me and I really appreciate it. And so thank you for joining me for episode 200. I'll I'll start with one of you so that you don't trip over each other. You're so excited to record again, I'm sure. JD, <laughs> I'll start with you. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm really happy to be here. I think um, kind of having a catalyst like this is especially important for kind of shaking the rust off and getting some momentum and getting in the front of the microphone again. Um, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, when Will and I were really on on the groove, we always kind of talked about how the podcast was sort of like, in a way, going to the gym, where before you don't always want to go. And then afterwards, you're always so happy about having done it. And so I think just getting a refresher of just catching up with Will is, is a huge part of it. Catching with you, Jesse, is, as well, um, is, is really exciting. But um, it's really great to be back in a podcast setting. And Talking about Melee, but talking about life, and I'm just, I'm here for it, man. And congrats on 200 episodes, huge accomplishment, really well done. You, you've done so much work, you've really taken it upon yourself to make, those interviews don't just, let, let's just say they're, they're mostly outbound. If we're talking sales lingo, it's, it's a lot of hard work that goes into, into that, and I understand. So good stuff to you, congrats on 200, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to be here.
0: Wasabi, how you doing?
2: I'm doing well, yeah, first of all, congrats on two hundred. That's really amazing to hear. and honestly, I was just super I'm just super excited to catch up with both of you. I mean, it's been a minute since you know any of us really talked outside of like some quick check-ins here and there. So, yeah, let's just get right into it i'm I'm really excited to talk and catch up with both of you,
0: oh my gosh. do we talk about the fact that you're coming back to New York City for two or for a little while in two weeks, or do we talk about what happened in the past year? I'm just like so i only saw that tweet maybe about 45 minutes ago. What's Wasabi's <laughs> coming back to New York City. Let's go. This is
1: breaking news. I, I've been off Twitter.
2: That, oh <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah. So, so this is just kind of confirmed, like, because I am going to be in the East Coast for like two back to back weekend weddings. So I'm going to spend a very, very brief time in New York. So I'll be going to the nightclub on the 21st. I was talking with uh, Dark Janix about it. And so I just, you know put on twitter you know and be like hey all the new york homies like let's catch up that one night i guess i'm i'm there too i mean let's come go on. <laughs> come yeah on. let's go yeah i i tagged you but yeah <laughs> i figured i'd let you know also on the podcast in case you didn't see it <laughs>
1: well i i forgot my twitter credentials so since i got my new phone I've been a desktop Twitter only and God knows that is not a habit that I'm I'm ready to, to pick up on. So <laughs> not, it's not you. It's, it's my bad memory. Dude. That's so exciting. I can't wait.
2: That's, no, uh, I'm I'm so excited as well. It's, it's going to be sick. I like literally tagged everyone. <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, IDW, special,
0: w, you, you went after every single person in New York. It felt like.
1: Yeah. You mean basically. Jake and Cody? Yep, yep. I'm not we got on first those. name
0: basis yet. Y'all still get to have that. It's super cool, you know.
1: <laughs> yep, that's what we we got to hold on to. What we got. Will. I get to call Wasabi Will, and I get to call uh, Patches Max. Uh, all all the important, all the important get to call Pig Will. You get you know how that's it true. Goes. That's true. That's true.
0: <laughs> you know, I was thinking about Jim it. Uh, we were talking about Ventus official just briefly at the top. I still don't. Half the time, I don't even remember his actual name, if I'm being completely honest with you, because I just call him Ventus all the time. I know it's Matt, for the record, but (laughs) I always go... Because Ventus is super cool. Uh, and and I always say, do you want me to call you Matt now? He's like, no, nah, you can just keep saying Ventus. And I'm like, okay. So I just stick with it. I got to interview Dark Gen X over at Pound over that weekend in April. And I was like, okay, cool. This is super fun. He says, you want to go to the VIP area? And I'm like, whoa, the VIP area. So I was like, are we approaching first name territory already? But that's not what was happening. He just needed a drink of water and he felt must have felt bad and said just come with me as compared to you you wait outside. But uh you know I'll I'll get there. I'll get there.
1: He goes, it's Dark Genix, but you can call me Gen X. <laughs> right.
2: Yes. Love that for you, Jog. Oh man. Whenever I think of about Justin, Dark Gen like I always think of like the fun idea of like him like, I don't know, we had a random conversation and it became a running joke of him hosting a tournament on the on a blimp and call it blast zone that's a great idea terrifying
0: (laughs) i love that absolutely i know
1: i know (laughs)
0: JD, you actually have been on the mic on and off. I've seen a couple of clips that floated over towards Twitter and a couple of videos that you've uploaded in the past year after your, so for those who don't know, the Wannabees podcast has been on hiatus for a year now, but since then there's been a couple of things that I've seen on the timeline where JD, you're, you're up there trying to work the crowd a little bit, do some improv, do some looping. You know, using loop Mm -hmm. pedal, all that fun stuff. So have you tried to make a regular habit out of doing that a couple times a month or more often, less often? How's that been for you?
1: Yeah, I've been getting consistent gigs for the first time in my life. Um, Only two of them. And this is a huge brag, but two of them have been paid, which is huge. Let's go. That's great. That's that's big stuff. Um, So it kind of started back in April I guess it started back uh, a little over a year ago. I did a couple open mics um, up in Rockland when I was still living there. And uh, the open mics went well. It was with The Looper. It was fully improvised and just kind of did a song in five minutes. Might have probably talked about it on the mic with with Will. And and it was starting to become really exciting. And I think I was starting a new project, too. Um, I was trying to get another podcast that was kind of centered around... um, essentially just everything not Melee and, and have it be fully separated and try to do a lot of looping content uh, in, in the audio space. Uh, all the plans went to crap. Hurricane Ida came by and and for a few months I was kind of uh, cast away and, and figuring out a lot of life stuff and all, all that. But uh, back in April, um, one of the people I met at the open mics said he's got this other thing going, his other shows. If you want to send in a little tape and I could show my co-producer Uh, sent something in they liked it and so yeah it's it's been going in in new jersey and upstate new york mostly uh some random stuff in manhattan but uh it's been consistent it's it's uh i I have a three-week gap now um which is actually on the longer side than what i'm used to so this is all very new um it's it's kind of opened up a new kind of Similar when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, it's certainly the one thing it's kind of filled in that competitive, like long term growth mindset attitude. Um, and and I, I hope you hand it off to Wilk for, for what I've heard, not to take his uh, not to, to intro what he's doing, but um, I think we both kind of have these non melee grinds, I guess, that um, you know, seeing any level of early success, you know, that that's that's the stuff that we, I want to hold on to. And, and at this moment in time, yeah, a couple times a month is not like big time by any means, but it's big for me
0: actually yes this is a great time to transition into the wasabi project something that doodle Doodster has been waiting since the beginning of this episode to hear i'm sure who will be very excited to see this as a general thing (laughs) on the timeline by the way but wasabi you've been doing something over there on the west coast and want to hear a little bit more about it
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah so since you know we sort of took the hiatus uh did a lot of stuff to just sort of take care of myself. But one of the things I picked up on was card collecting. And it started with Pokemon since I had a lot of friends there uh, that did Pokemon. And it quickly moved into soccer. Because I just, you know, any anyone knows, like, I love soccer. And so I started really going hard into that. And, you know, sort of similar to Melee, I found people who lived very close to me around my age that also did it. You know, one guy does it even full time. So you know uh you know me his name's brian and you know a few other people in the area kind of started going to like local shows together you know flying to like other like shows like in dallas and stuff like that and i started doing like videos for him and helping him with his content and then lately now we've been ripping packs for people and just kind of trying to run that on on whatnot. was just this like live auctioning uh sort of platform it's like twitch and ebay if twitch and ebay had a child basically but it's been really good it's been really fun to kind of try to do it i wouldn't say it's like one for one with melee because like eventually i do have to like look and stop and be like uh i can't spend money on that like anymore (laughs) because (laughs) you know melee didn't cost me anything really uh but it's been really good i've had some really really you know awesome successes in the last like year of collecting that i've been really proud of you know finding some gems and being able to you know profit from it to grow my collection
0: so i think that the best way to drill into each of the things that y'all have been getting into is for to switch back and forth here a little bit so wasabi I'll, i'll actually ask you to ask jd a question after I'm done asking J.D. a question about what he's been doing. So if you want to think of something. So, J.D., I'm going back to your thing about doing gigs, I think that between getting over, like, I, I saw, I think there was a picture that you posted on the timeline at some point of the, all the damage from that hurricane in 2021 it just looked devastating, but then continuing to the turn around and go up on the stage, and we're talking about you, doing things like like it's like it's comedy comedians type stuff you have to be able to put all that stuff aside that's happening in personal life or take care of it and then go back up on the stage and then for myself i always feel like i have to be in like ideal circumstances to even try being funny i guess that might be just like the really basic casual attitude about comedy but for you where do you draw from to be funnier or to perform, if that's how you want to look at it.
1: Dude, I, I love how you said, I think the words you said were ideal circumstances. And I feel the same way. um I, Honestly, and, and I, I think it's because Will's in front of me, I i, I am going to bring it to Melee and I, I have no choice. Uh, I mean, this is a Melee podcast.
2: <laughs> that's true. That's it's, true. It was going to happen. You did. Yeah, might as well happen, just yeah. stay
1: on this train. Um, so I, I think a lot of what I've learned through through doing the wannabes and doing a lot of introspection and and, and talking it out with Will um, is kind of figuring out my strengths. And one of those strengths is that I'm... Uh, uh, one of my strengths in relative to other things of myself, not necessarily relative to other people, but I'm, I'm a very intuitive person. That's how I learn. That's how I perform. And the more I think, the worse I do. I'm just not a preparer. I'm not a... <laughs> like uh, you know I don't have game plans necessarily and and for better or for worse that's just that's just what I've found out and have accepted so the preparing I've done is that I can do is to uh get the past year I've been really into meditation actually and I've tickled with it over the years and you know here and there and and usually it was more of a therapeutic like when things get stressful I turn to it and Recently, I've realized that it's the best foundation I can imagine, especially when it comes to gigs. Um, you know've I've tried a couple shows without it, and the best it, it really just comes down to trying to be in the moment, the improv part because it's all improvised. Um, it, it's better to have a song be basic and the track be basic and have the connection with the audience be very real and that comes from being more centered that day and having kind of my shit taken care of and not having expectations of what the show is going to be. And, and, you know, having that acceptance be like the, the instinct of it. Um, and that was similar to melee, you know, showing up to tournament day is, you know, if you can only prepare so much. So grinding all night the day before, you know, cramming in your practice is not, to a point, it's almost going to take away from your performance. But you know, waking up, getting a good night's sleep, getting your nutrition, your exercise, your meditation, and, and kind of having that taken care of uh, leads to a better tournament day performance, and, and also just makes you happier regardless of how you do. So I feel like that is the really the only thing I can do to take away. But then, without getting into it, the the whole concept of growth and actually improving um, that's a different story. You know, how do I actually get better at it? God only knows.
2: <laughs> Alright, so then I guess, question for me for JD, right? Uh-huh. Alright. I'm curious. So, like, a big thing I struggled with when I kind of stopped playing Melee, you know, was sort of the immediate sheer lack of community I had, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Dude. I- i know so i'm curious about like you know if you've been able to find that with you know with improv and stuff like that you know like if you're a regular at a place like you see you know a lot of people you maybe even like know other comedians now and stuff like that because like i feel like that's what sort of kept me in in the hobby of like collecting cards and stuff like that for so long even if it isn't like uh you know like one-for-one, one, like, another fighting game or something like that. I would say more of a wasabi pick. I feel like that was a little bit more left-field, and and we can talk about that later, but that's my <laughs> question.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a huge gap, right? And I think coming out of the, the, the flood, you know, for two months, we had a, a family house in... Is it in Long Island? I think it's on or in Long Island, and one of them's wrong. Um, out on the island. And you know, that's almost uh, uh, doubling the the removal from anything going on. And then winter hit, right? So it was sort of this um, long period of trying to figure out, like, what am I without the game? What am I without the podcast? And then, you know, a, a lot of job issues actually got laid off back in November. And that let's skip past that because it ended up being very good. But... Yeah, it left a hole, and I think I I was kind of unaware, maybe until now even, of of what a community leaving you feels like. You know, in a lot of ways, I almost felt like I was, you know, half a step out of the community. uh, You know, before the flood, a a lot of what I enjoyed was was the community with the wannabes, rather than like what the Smash community overall. Felt like, and that was kind of the you know, being removed from that from other circumstances was maybe just kind of cut dry, see a discord, not going to talk to you for six months type of thing. When it comes to the, the improvisers, yeah, I feel like there's a very close, um, I guess, relationship I have to a new community. There is a competition to it almost more so than there is to a it's almost like imagine if every tournament was an invitational that's what it would feel like in, in that's what it feels like in comedy every show you can even open mics i mean that's more first come first serve but no one gives a sh- crap about open mics you know every show that i'm trying to get booked on it's a zero-sum game it's me or someone else not always me and so um with improv Overall, I'm trying to get into more collaborative spaces. It's a bit of a time commitment. And I, I think starting one of these Mondays, I'm, I'm going to try to do musical improv back, uh, down in the pit, which is um, on like 38th Street or something like that. So I, I'm eyeing it. Um, I'm also collaborating with the, the, the man, Andrew Rich, who uh, produces that show he pulled me in on. And we're starting to do a two person act um, teams, if you will. and uh, and so you know having him do stand up and me do like a kind of a improvised rap in between and now we're starting to build out and rehearse some things so it's all new um but it totally feels the same like not everything is going to feel the same as improving at melee or grinding at melee but a community is a community and a niche is a niche and when people get what you're doing and you all care about the same things almost to the same extent um yeah, that's that's a big deal, and I'm glad to have kind of had this moment to really realize how important that is. That's All great. right, see you guys later. No, go to... no,
0: we have more <laughs> questions. We <laughs> could do more questions. Wasabi, do you have any other questions for JD right now? Let's go that's, oil,
2: that bro. was my main one. Mm. That was my main one.
0: I like that, though, because the... The the feeling for me, seeing both of you take a hiatus from doing Melee stuff, I've came in as you all were, had already done nearly or, or was already at 100 podcast episodes at that point. So I'm just like bumbling and going, wow, this is great. And I'm starting to get into everything. I'm in the wide eyed part of the journey, if you will. And The video that JD made for, it was, uh, I don't want to say it was for the first five days of Melee, but if it was, then you'll have to forgive me for that, but it was the, you know, you're a Melee veteran if, which was very, very funny, but that's because you and Wasabi, both of you, you've, you've both lived that I've played for the with the game or around the game and have been involved in the game for years and years, whereas I'm just trying to step into the community. So some of what JD was talking about just now resonated with me because not because of the competitive aspect, there's only so much room on the mic each night and in a, a crowd and an audience, but that where you have to show up, you have to be consistent, you need to be willing to collaborate, willing to speak up for yourself when necessary, and that's that's sort of what I've been experiencing. Not that I fight super hard to get big guests or to do big spots on like different streams, that kind of thing. But I, I know that if I want to get guests on, they don't come to me, I come to them. So we're, we're not on the level of uh, the radio melees of the world where people want to hop in on the conversation. I still have to invite people in, but... It's, it's been, it, it was sad for me at first to see all go, but then as I saw each of the things that you were both doing wasabi with your cards and, and other things and JD with performing, I realized that's, it's just another natural step of, of living one's life. Melee was a focus of it for both of you for a while. And now it just, it's in, it's in the, the arsenal. It's still something that you both enjoy, but it's, a different phase of that relationship now would you agree
1: no yeah
2: (laughs) yeah i'm kidding of course yeah Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
0: jane's secretly grinding every night (laughs) yeah for sure
2: yeah no i i totally agree i mean i think it definitely feels it's so different i think being you know sort of out of it now as well like considering how in it, I you know, we were we both were in different ways. I think it's it's really interesting looking back, especially like me looking back at like the competitive side of it and stuff like that. I still definitely really, really miss it, but I think there's like a I don't know, I I thought about this a lot and I feel like I sort of came to this conclusion when uh I went to this NORCAL local, actually and it was solid, but like it was one of those things where I funny enough went to a card show earlier that morning at 8 and then like stayed there until the tournament which was like you know 10 minutes away around noon and i kind of went there and i missed registration or i mean i thought i could sign up like checking in and then you know it was full and then it was at this bar but then the bar wasn't being used because there was like a wedding event or something there so we were in the kind of the back room it was so crowded and I was just not having fun, so like it was a little bit somber. But I I took a seventy dollar Uber back just to be like, okay, like I think I'm gonna just head back since there's no setups to play with and it's just crowded and and also there's like you know, you know everyone's just kind of doing their thing and I think it, it just felt very different. So I'm very excited to go to New York, you know, sort of for just to see all my friends again, you know, because like I didn't know like, you know, I'd say like. 80% of the people in that room, to be very fair.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you, since you're, you you moved to West Coast during a lot of the pandemic side of all this stuff, I forget exactly when, but then there was winter, this even this past year, where Omicron variant was pretty much grounding everybody again. Not completely, you get it, but the it must have been... A different expectation as compared to something for JD where even if even if there are new people at stuff like nightclub or other tournaments around the New Jersey New York City area there's there are people that he knows there and Wasabi when you go back to NYC you have no I want to go up there for the nightclub I just can't but I I really hope that you get (laughs) a little bit of like a a little bit of a nice bracket run, a hero's welcome, you know, that kind of thing. No pressure, though. I realize, as I say, I hope you have a good bracket run that implies that you also need to practice for it. You don't need to if you don't want to.
2: He will. I think it'll be fun. I, I actually don't think I will, but I think it'll be fun. What but happened to I your box? You were, you were
0: asking about a box, about getting Yeah. One.
2: So I was asking about that just because I don't want to, I want to see if I can borrow a friend's instead of having to bring mine. across the west mm -hmm. coast and travel just because you know there's going to be a suit in there already and and bags probably will be pretty full for for the trip it's it's a big it's a
0: big controller jd i don't know if you've actually fiddled with one in in your hands but they are quite big i have one now actually wasabi i'm i'm trying to be a box fox
2: oh
1: let's
0: go oh my god (laughs) we're getting there They're taking over. I can now sort of remember how to up tilt a little bit faster. It involves, for me, I can't, I don't know how else to do it uh, other than the modifier up and then the A button wasabi. Is there a faster way to do up tilts?
2: Uh, That's how I do it, but Zuppy sometimes buffers it after he jumps and stuff like that. But then you have to remember to do that. (laughs) <laughs> for a specific situation than all the time.
0: Yeah. So I was, I thought you were going to say that I was hoping that there was like a one button option, but that's okay. There are one button options for doing other things on the box. So that's neither here nor there. You really don't yeah. think that you'll practice a lot heading into something like that? I think that's, that is both like sort of for people who might say, oh, it's cool that you're here. Wait, when's the last time you played? But I know that for you, that's kind of a big deal since. You used to be someone who would go, I'm not going to a tournament without being more prepared, without getting in practice, without grinding tech skill.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've thought about this a lot. And I think one is just I've been busy with with other things. As I said, I'm helping with one of my friends who does, you know, soccer cards full time with with his business. And that's, you know, nice and making a little bit of money on the side. And then work's been very busy as well and i've really enjoyed being with the company for like over a year now uh, as a project manager and i'm starting up a few new projects this week and into next week so things have just been a little hectic uh but i think with the practicing thing like you know it's really interesting because i i I think about it and there's a part of me that like misses that like you know i still am trying to like i started going on bike rides and just listening to like youtube videos and podcasts because i just do miss Doing something, like, physical while listening to things. And so that's been a nice sort of way to recreate it without it being just me solo practicing. But in terms of, like, feeling prepared and stuff like that, I I feel like... I don't know. I I feel like I... (sighs) It's hard to explain, but, like, when I left Melee, I was in, in really a great place. Like, you know, I think, like, you guys knew, and, and JD and I talked about it. Like, I cut ties with my dad and stuff like that, and, and just was kind of, like, more focused on taking care of myself since I was, like, depressed and stuff like that. Uh, and it was a scary time, but I think, like, through it, you know, I've sort of... As much as more times as I am bored right now, I I've definitely... And, like want sort of more projects you know more fun hobbies to do and stuff like that i definitely have appreciated like slowing down in life and so you know when it comes to melee and practicing and that sort of thing i think like part of that came from an insecurity around my self-worth that i've been you know thankfully able to you know not fix up, but really improve over the last year, sort of as I stopped playing Melee and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, I'm more excited just to see friends rather than to, like, perform well in bracket. And, you know, it doesn't mean that I, I, like, suck now at the game or anything like that. You know, I'll probably miss ledge dashes or won't go for ledge dashes, you know. But I think it's more of just, like, knowing more what my priorities are to get out of that specific you know, nightclub experience. And it's definitely not, not a bracket run. It's, it's to see all the homies.
0: I love that. JD, you got something for Wasabi? Any questions come to mind?
1: Well, I have one very quick question. Are you at least going to touch the controller a day before? Because not, wow. not like Wasabi practice. Not, and this is, not, this is not that I care about your performance, but as a friend, I know that, like, after you have a taste of that competition, I think you're going to be like, "All right, I could have put like 20 minutes in, you know what I mean? Like, the difference between nothing and a a little is like, huge. So, you're going to at
2: least touch the controller? Yeah, yeah, I'll probably move around and stuff. De rust not grind. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll move around, I wouldn't say like, that's like necessarily practicing, just kind of, you know, checking to see everything works, checking to see, like, what I can do, what I can't do, and then kind of just rolling up with like okay like like okay like this is what i can bring to the table right now
1: yeah wasabi's like i'll just do a button check and then cut to 3 a.m just like <laughs> there's like bottles of pee next to them and yes yeah, it's Exactly. like oh my god i've been pent up uh that was a reference to i don't know if you guys have paramount plus the the mockumentary players uh check it out it's about it's a fake league of legends documentary oh really really funny dude every gamer in the world should watch it it's so good okay i gotta Uh, check that out so my my real question um kind of like you know we've taken this time to to think about the past year and, and maybe a little bit beyond that um and if you were to think about the motivation in that I guess the peak of your practice, maybe that was a couple months into the box, maybe right when you got the box, but there was a point where you you were, you know, really putting the time in, really taking the effort and seeing considerable gains. Um, as someone who saw it in real time, um, the gains were real. Uh, where, 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 how could you kind of deconstruct the motivation of that? You mentioned a little bit that it wasn't the, you know, it wasn't the ideal, like, reasoning for doing it. But I'm curious what parts of that journey were, you know, with this time separated, like, what what caused you to kind of put that time in?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that one thing, like, obviously, is just the familiarity of it. Like, you know, having done it for, you know, the last, last six years of my life, there's, a, you know, still very much, like, a comfort to going back to it at times i think like that i think it's just that like being on the west coast with more net play and then you know there are definitely some homies like shout out to like nathan sandwich and and, and umar and all of that here uh you know and and phil and phil and Waff. but uh like outside of that like it, it was like when i played melee it was like strictly for business you know rather than like this nice duality of like oh i get to also like catch up with friends and stuff like that like you know but looking back at sort of the peak, I sort of really saw it as, like, sort of, like, you know, that this is sort of just what I wanted to do in the moment. You know, I don't think all of the motivation was just, like, to fill up a a gap of self-worth or anything like that, like, to not make it sound, like, so sad. But I think more so that I just really loved it and I really thought that, like, I could... You know, I had the time and I wanted to really try to put the time to do something well and and do it. Um, and I think that, you know, there was a little bit of pressure, you know, on the back end being like, this is the one thing sort of like I can control in my life, you know, at the moment as like, you know, things were kind of like rocky with my past startup job. And then also, you know, with my family and stuff like that, and like just kind of like adjusting to the move. And, you know, so there was a lot of comfort from, like, being able to just, like, you know, kind of forget all about that and just, like, focus on Melee and and the game. And sort of when I took a step back to take care of myself when I got really depressed and stuff like that, I sort of realized that I really wanted to put what I was doing in Melee and get more out of it than just this sort of uh you know you know very loving supporting niche community you know like you know it's very easy i think to not very easy but you know it's with these sort of small communities i feel like you can you have almost like this alter ego right you can be like a rock star in i mean jaymook's a great example absolute rock star you know, for the longest time in the community, everyone's talking about him. that just, like, worked at Starbucks, right? Acts like Walgreens, Drake. It's sort of a similar thing. And kind of as I started thinking more, having to think more about, okay, how do I actively take care of myself during, like, a re- very tough time in my life? I kind of realized I wanted to get a little bit more out of it. You know, like, part of the cards thing was me also you know really liking like you know the idea of like flipping and and selling stuff and some business sort of things and and making a little extra money on the side you know and so it was nice to be able to like do that and like you know i've definitely like put a lot in but i've also like you know had a few really good honestly really good sales that were like you know 5x or 7x like what i got mm-hmm. And it. it's it's really nice uh and I think I've definitely gotten like you know more. I think like almost, like a little cocky. I would say like I wouldn't say like it in a bad way, but just more confident with myself and not having to necessarily like hide behind. I guess like all of the like I know that I put in the work, but I I feel like I can be more just upfront about like yeah I put in this work, so like. Yeah, I can sell it for like five x because that's what people agree it you know it for and stuff like that. So that's sort of my long-winded answer to your question. Every answer I have is long-winded. What are you talking about? though? Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: I thought of something, and I, I is it? I want to kind of bring this to you a little bit, Jesse, because this is this feels a bit lo- like an interview for my taste. Uh, I'm curious. Um, what motivates you to do the podcast? Like, obviously you love it. Obviously this isn't something that is painful to, to show up and, and do because enough of, uh, you know, enough of putting the podcast together, speaking from experience, it's, it's the pain because it's the joy. It's, it's not all business. It's a lot of, a lot of fun, but besides the the enjoyment of it, when things are difficult, when, you know, momentum takes your way or, or when your family, you know, requires extra, extra time for, for a period. And and then it's okay. Let's, let's go back to, to, you know, getting on the mic and putting stuff out kind of what, what's your source of motivation? What, what gets you back?
0: The game and the community in different ways will bring me back. Usually my, I would say that I've almost built up interest of being involved in Melee over the years of not being involved in Melee. I often wonder how much I would want to be doing stuff like this if I had actually tried entering tournaments back in 2008 when I was looking around at these videos of Mewtwo king versus Mango or Mango versus Armada a few years later for stuff like Genesis. I would see those kind of videos on and off, and I would say I should really, I really want to like, I want to play in a tournament setting. I would love to do that, but I never did. So when my first tournament ended up not being in 2008 or something like that, but rather 2021, last year, 2021, however you want to pronounce it, it was a long time coming. And so it's almost as if I had all of this energy for the game that just is there so the best way for me to describe it other than that is what continues to keep me going if i'm really busy at work or family stuff is busy or if i look around and go hold on i've been podcasting about this game for a couple of weeks but i actually haven't touched the game itself it, 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 it i do feel as if talking to people about it keeps me interested in the game so i have a guest on nearly every single episode so when i come out of it i go This was good. I want to keep doing this. I have had very few interviews where I feel something slightly less than that, but I've never had a time recording this podcast where I said, this sucked. (laughs) I would really rather not do this again, even after the ones that were not they did not go well. Something that you said earlier, JD, about being more intuitive. I over prepared for a certain interview where afterwards I was like, Oh, I'm such an idiot, but I want to do it again so that I could not over prepare next time. Next time I get like a big fish on, I need to not spend hours and hours and writing down copious amount of notes. I cannot do that again because I just ruined it. I ruined it because I did all that extra work extra work. So I would say lastly Jen, my lovely wife, Jen, she supports me not to say that she wants me to spend all of my available time doing this. Right. But she has said, it's really cool that you have this thing. This is, this is your thing. She could not care any less about melee. She, her eyes start to glaze over if I even try to talk to her about any of this stuff. And, Big so, same. <laughs> and so I, I feel empowered to be able to continue to, to do all this because she's giving me a lot of support uh, in the behind the scenes. That's
1: amazing. Sorry, now I took the reins as host.
0: You're uh, Will, how do you good. feel about that? I, this is your show <laughs> while you guys are both here. That, that's, I should have maybe said that a little bit more plainly earlier, but I was hoping this would happen, that somebody would just go, I like leading conversations too. Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
1: that's super sick. What are you (laughs) going to say, JD? No, we've been doing it for a minute. I think uh, similarly, like, we're kind of pent up. I actually took a stab at podcasting for, like, I I literally did two of them, um, and they were god-awful. They're unreleased. Uh, Mostly, They're bad in terms of the quality. I think if um, if I had a a good setup, I think I had some fun things I was working with, and I I tried, you know? Um, But it was through like it was a sales perspective and it was supposed to be like half like serious work related things and then half you know messing around and playing silly games. And I think the medium is something that I'm still such an advocate for. Um and and I was thinking along the same lines to tie it to melee of course uh when when listening to Will talk about like is he gonna practice in thinking about the practice and And I've had similar thoughts when I'm like, "I want to go to a tournament, but how much do I want to prepare for it? It's you know when when the inertia stops and you're out of it, and it's it's time to like, all right, let's put some some plans together and let's let's get back into it. It's a, a huge uh, you know mental hurdle. it's it's you know, we've built this snowball and and in our minds, you know, it's nothing. Crazy, But you you think about all the the history we have, maybe baggage, maybe a lot of that is, you know, I I think of the early days of a podcast when I was downstairs in my mom's basement and Ashley was like in the corner trying to hide behind the camera. And just I was sweaty. And uh, after the fact, I learned there was mold down there. And, you know, I really (laughs) enjoyed the idea of doing something and making it. and, And, you know, we had some years where it was just easy. And then near the end when, like, we were doing these new projects and, and the big one and we were burnt out and then all this shit happened. Excuse my French. And
0: You can curse as much as you like, J.D.
1: Hot damn. So, you know, we have this this kind of image, or at least I do, of what this podcast is and kind of putting the pieces together to make it happen. It's not just because, I mean, we know what what it takes to physically... Sit down, press record, little edits, release. We know what that is, but really it's not it's it's a huge undertaking. It's sitting in front of the the you know CRT and getting your your gallant back up to where it was. it's It's not just doing the thing. it's understanding that you are going to be back into it, and it's going to be blank and and filling in that blank is what anxiety is and, and it's honestly. It's just a, a hurdle that once you once you kind of shine a light on it, it's almost nothing. Easier said than done. That's why I'm grateful to be here and kind of just get the air out and be like, "Oh, this is this is enjoyable. This is intrinsically good for me." And you know that that's that's difficult to kind of put a pin on in any sort of way and, and hand off. But like uh, you know, basically all I'm trying to say is like. Cypher, what you got here is great. And the less you anticipate into the future and the the less you kind of expect out of it and really just stay with what you enjoy with it and just doing the steps and and having the thing and enjoying the process, like it's it's something that could use endless reminders. Like, don't worry about what it could be. Don't worry about where you're going. I know the whole name is, implies a journey to a peak. Forget that. It's, <laughs> it's the way you're doing it. Preparing, not preparing, learning, making mistakes. Just the way you're doing it's great. And and again, like this sounds like I'm wrapping up the episode. I'm really not trying to, but yeah, 200 episodes ain't nothing, man. That that's really great.
0: Thank you. I so. appreciate that. You know, it's uh, you were. You were saying something that I felt... Okay, Wasabi, you could probably speak to this as well. How fun is it to go and talk somewhere knowing that you're going to be put out there to the world and you don't have to edit it or push it out yourself? That's super fun. Way better. Oh, Oh, it's it's so so fun.
2: It's so much nicer. (laughs) It's so much, so much nicer. Yeah. I mean, I think the interesting thing uh, I'm curious is, like, you know, obviously, I, I know you wanted us to join for the 200th episode since, you know you you joined the wannabes and and that's sort of you know as you said in the beginning you know helped kick it off but uh i'm just curious on like you know how you're feeling like as this is kind of going on because you know it's been a while like jd and i like the funny thing is like jd and i like caught up maybe like once before this and that was like back in like june i think yeah you know and it's not like we like like we haven't even like, you know, kept up with like, you know, messages or anything, you know, so this is this is almost very, you know, surreal for for me. So I'm curious about, your, you know, how you're feeling about it and, and you know, you too, JD.
0: Oh, I'm feeling super happy to have you both here, JD. How do you feel? Uh, Because part of this, I I have friends who are IRL friends who I say, we should catch up more. And they say, yeah. And then we don't speak for three months. But then I say at the end of three months, or they say at the end of three months, we should catch up. And then we do. And we say, this is great. And then we don't. And I'm sorry to hear somewhat, I guess. It's healthy also to pursue other friendships at different times of life. And you two have that thing where you can reconnect and it's all good. But JD, how does it feel for you?
1: I mean, fantastic. I think um you know, I think Will knows what my energy levels look like. I think I think he could probably tell that I'm in a good mood. Uh and it's not just the shirt. Yeah. But it is pretty surreal. It, it's the hair it, too. Thank you. I've been beautiful, waiting for someone. Beautiful yeah, I, hair. I know. I just had to throw mm-hmm. it in. I've been using keeps. I spotted a little bald spot. I'm like, oh, hot damn. I gotta I need to get on this uh this hair product asap doesn't thicken very well but we're still early
0: uh well also no free ads so it doesn't thicken well for those of you who are looking to tear that apart a little bit
1: it should blank it out go back Mm -hmm. and take out the the product placement shenanigans um it it definitely i think surreal's funny is a funny way to look at it it's kind of true like i haven't recorded um in this apartment like straight up and i've been here for a long time, since November. And, you know, it's it's sort of just a, like, I'm coming up on a year of my new job, which has been its own journey. It's it's sort of this, like, you don't realize you're in a certain phase of your life until you just, oh, that was eight months ago. Oh, that was a year ago. Like, it, it, it sneaks up on you. And I think it's kind of a testament to, like, what Will and I have worked. I, I hesitate to say worked, but kind of, like, what we communicated back and forth and kind of developed as a, as, as what a healthy mindset is, which is like, it felt okay to just, to let it go and let it be what it was and trust that it probably would come back. And if it didn't, that's also okay. It was, it was really just like, you know, let it, we had this like firm grip on, what the podcast was because we were showing up weekly and we were doing it and and scheduling around it and, you know, communicating and and all that. And then letting go felt so counterintuitive, but you know, it it almost wasn't up to us. It was just like, it was like, what, what would even look like to force this right now? Like what, what even are we doing here? And, and then kind of seeing that we come out the other side, with plenty to work on plenty to feel inspired by and, and to, and to impress ourselves with outside of, you know, what we do in the podcast and, and have had those moments. And, you know, I could, I probably could have uh, stepped up the therapy game because uh, <laughs> the one of is essentially uh, like a quarter of a therapy session every time. Um, but, you know, there, there was still so much out there that it kind of let it, I don't know it it almost gave it, it my mind goes to a metaphor of um of a lotus flower. I think it's a lotus where you can overwater it so easily and kill it. It is very simple to to overwater a lotus. It's a specific thing and when it's out of the water is when it can bloom, right? It's sort of just like what it was, what it is, is beautiful. Maybe we plant another one, maybe not. And maybe this metaphor is completely shoehorned, but... You know. Did I answer any question at all? I doubt it.
2: No, I think it did. I think it did. I mean, like, you know... I, I think that it's really interesting, that that analogy, where... You know, I think that we both felt like it was like we, we wanted to work on, on different things. And it was just sort of like... You know, we wanted to in some ways, and we, you know we were forced to in another way, you know and and that's really what sort of started the hiatus. I think, like looking back, like it's it's really interesting because i I feel like you know, nothing's really changed in terms of like what we were doing, like what what we want, you know, or anything. I think it was just like it just went into like different different areas and and, you know, we're still trying to find the pieces but you know something i I think about a lot is just how all encompassing melee was for like everything and so part of like part of reconstructing you know post melee is that like sort of this realization that nothing really kind of encompasses everything like melee did and so you kind of have to take it in more like piecemeal stuff which is I think really interesting and and honestly which why like i'll say for myself like it's you know i i haven't hit back about the you know restarting the wannabes and stuff like that just because i think that like i i you know where where does it fit in in this whole reconstructing what you know everything melee sort of filled and i think that's like you know you know why we're all addicted to this game you know or the community or whatever Is is it's been really interesting trying to reconstruct that. And and I still haven't figured out where the podcast sort of goes with that because it it's it's just tough with you know, honestly being on the West Coast. I think it would be different, completely different if it was on the East Coast as well.
0: Totally. Okay, so we all know JD's contemporary, we're talking about Ludwig, you know, just roughly same level in terms of clout skill presence on the camera all that stuff Ooh. anyway Only
1: three of those things are true
0: mm-hmm. so they recently started i guess it's already been a year since they started the yard podcast but i was thinking about how wasabi you were saying how Melee's is all-encompassing i think about listening to the yard and every single episode they mention something related to melee they just can't help it and when you're yeah. in the when you're in the sauce you can't get away there's nothing about the yard that suggests this is supposed to be a melee related podcast but Every single episode, Mango comes up or somebody from the community comes up or they talk about playing on Unranked. Like Aiden was recently, or it was Nick, one of the two were recently complained. No, it was Aiden recently complaining about playing Secrets and Secrets, the Fox player, if I recall correctly, yeah, BM-ing, BMing Aiden on Unranked. And Aiden going, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and they're talking about this on the yard. Which is not a melee podcast, but it actually it makes it a melee podcast in my mind. It's the it's the most popular melee podcast you could say out there.
2: Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, like that whole circle, it's really interesting. I actually met a a friend of a friend who's really cool, just moved to Oakland on Saturday. Or or I met them on Saturday. They recently, like a few weeks ago, moved to Oakland. And they didn't know anything. Is actually, was actually jmook with jmook being you know the hotness uh you know lately and and Aatrox also being a Sheik player it was is very surreal and weird to hear at like this random minor league soccer game with friends like oh yeah like uh the only player i know is like jmook you know not mango <laughs> not zay not not m2k but 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 jmook
0: let's go <laughs> What do you all think about J Mook finally taking over the world? Because I did not know I don't know J Mook. I don't know Jake. I just listened to a wannabe's episode and as soon as I saw him play in an in an online tournament last year was like Get J Mook to an IRL tournament when IRL tournaments came back, and we all had to wait until Genesis 8, where he placed second, no big deal. Actually, Wasabi, you entered Genesis 8, if I recall correctly. You, sh- you should talk about that while you crack at this answer first. You know J yeah. Mook. So yeah. th- th- talk about Genesis 8 a little bit and also about J Mook from whatever perspective you want to.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, Genesis 8, you know, from my perspective, quickly was really fun. It was great seeing everyone but also is was really interesting competing because I like totally forgot how to like play certain matchups and I had to like kind of do things on the fly and improvise, which is normally not my forte. Oh, yeah. uh, I remember one time I f- just was like, oh yeah, like I totally forgot how to play against Falcon, you know, one of my more common matchups uh, in like early round two. And so I like barely took game two and then like was just like, I need to do something to like kind of like shake things up. And so I just, like, popped off mid-set, you know. And, <laughs> and I think I've definitely allowed myself to be a little more egotistical and feeling myself more, and that kind of got the jitters out. And I think I got 65th. Yeah, I, you I did. I barely lost to... Wow. Uh, I lost to Magi. That was rough. And then I lost to Azul, which I'm a little bit more tight on because I was actually up, like, both games. But he, he, he you know... He was more practiced, so I think under the pressure, I, I definitely caved, and so that wasn't, like, undeserving or anything. I think it was just more of, like, I was pretty happy, but I wish I could have clutched against Azle at the very least.
0: And top 64 at Genesis 8, that's a big deal, Wasabi.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with it, you know. Sick losses. I, I, I had such a brutal, like, yeah, Magi to Azle.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a tough combo.
2: Yeah. Um, I think in terms of jaymook one, I I, like lost my voice cheering for him Uh, (laughs) You can see me in uh, when he beats plop. I like run from the back of the crowd to pop off with him (laughs) Very a very classic thing Actually a few people reach out to me like because they're like hey, I think I saw you on stream. Like how have you been? (laughs) um I think it's i i'm so happy for jake. I think like it's one of those things where I look more at what melee you know has done and and can do for people's lives and i think like the big thing i think about is like there is like just like this very big threshold between being really good at the game and like top you know 30 and everything and being able to like sustain a life from it and i think that gap's a really tough gap to make because like as you're approaching it you know and and there are players you know that come to mind but i won't say is like I look at them and they're performing really well in bracket, but you can tell like how much pressure is on them, how critical they are of themselves, you know, to a detrimental state uh, because it's so much pressure, you know, to like do it, and it doesn't melee. Both gives you a lot back in terms of like I think emotion and community and love and fulfillment and all of that, but in you know as you're getting older, it's tough, you know, as you have to pay bills and you know worry about a job and and you know and all of that stuff nothing with reaction speed to be very fair um uh but i think jake was so happy to see him sort of like almost skip that you know and just instantly you know doing that into being the hotness into then getting sponsored and like being able to like commit a full life for something that you know he has continued to stay in love with for so long. And I think that's what makes me the most happy about seeing uh, Jake, you know, continuing to rise up. It's, it's really just the fact that he like stayed. So, you know, as talented as he is, you know, I think the biggest talent is that he loves the game and it, it shows like how much he loves the game for how, you know, diligent and, you know, diligent and, you know, played in a way that kept him having fun with the game for so long in such a smaller region as upstate New York and rural sort of area, you know? And and I mean, you know, uh, JD can say a lot about that area, you know, having kind of went to college there, but I think having, seeing him sort of skip the step of like, do I kind of try to jump over this cliff to try to make it so that it, i can both play melee and sustain like a you know proper life and not have sort of as many worries i think is is the biggest thing that that i'm most happy about oh, should i jump I w- in here clearly i thoughts. will oh, yeah let me say one last thing is Please. i pretty much at this point only like check a tournament in when i when i uh see a Mook run so he's probably <laughs> like the only player that like I'll, like, check in on at this point, because it's just was super sick seeing him at Genesis and, you know, all the matches afterwards. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> the other day, I'm like,
1: hey, guys, uh, how did the rest of the bracket go? Because usually I check from the top down until I get to JMOOC, so I've been missing out on a lot of what's been going on. Um, this takes me back to when... Uh, when we were recording more and Will would just nail an answer so eloquently that I'm just like digging for new, new angles on it that (laughs) wouldn't just like repeat or just say things, but worse. Um, Yeah, I I think so. That was back in June, right? When uh, Genesis, that was his first, Big tournament January, but yeah. Well, no, no, January,
0: January got delayed to April. Oh, wait,
2: April. It was April. Mm-hmm. It was April. Yeah.
0: Right. Since then, every once a month ish, there's a new tournament where Mook places top three, almost wins, that kind of deal. Yeah,
2: it, it happens like once a month. Like yeah. Summit. It's um, crazy. The one where HBox threw a chair. Yeah,
0: Wave Dash, and then most recently yeah. Shine. Yep, 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 yep. Actually, Shine yep. would have been a great loser's run. He, he got put into losers outside of top eight by Axe and then drilled through all these players to get back up to grand finals, including three owing H box. That was a really fun, Classic. fun, like f- just Damn. fun watching him go through that big losers run and him. So such a shame. We did beat Zay, but that's okay. Cause I really like Zayn too. I'll let you go JD.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, we're still waiting on that dub. Mm-hmm. And I mean, coming out of nowhere and being the second place champion and still like having that underdog is, it's almost like the best way to enter into the pro scene is to ha- because it's almost like remember when Zane started winning it's like, "Oh, this is so sick, oh, Zane's winning, and he had a like a bit of a slower climb up, like he kind of you know went through the paces for sure, but then Zane started winning, and then only Zane was, winning, and you're like, all right, like let's get and then you started rooting against them and and not no one in the right mind would root against Jake right now, so so kind of ideal way to start getting sponsored and, and getting your name out there. um yeah, a lot of thoughts. I mean. Not to brag, but uh, we're, we're I'm, I'm in a like a close knit Discord with like 10 people, and Jake's just in there streaming to like three of us. Sometimes it's just like it's just like what's up, man? Oh, hey, how you do? You want to play? That's so how much he loves the game. He wants to play with me. You know what I mean? Like it, it, this guy, I think he he has two huge talents, which I kind of want to touch on. But one of his talents is he's just got gamer blood. I think a lot of us have gamer blood. That's not enough. But his other talent is that he's just like insatiable about the game. Like he really just has the mechanisms in his brain where it kind of fits joyously and he just will do it constantly. And, and for whatever reason, parenting or maybe he took a good physical education class in high school, great <laughs> posture, great, great uh, hand health. He, he mm. understood early. He developed good habits early on maybe by virtue of when he started playing, which was like 2014 when, when like that bec- that it kind of was the hotness right at like a year after the documentary hand health was like a thing. So I, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of circumstances, uh, many of them in his control that he has worked hard to do, but I think there's a lot of lessons to be derived um, almost as a, a warning and, and not to bring it into a hard bringer of, of like the dangers of melee, but, you got to realize that that Jake's story is incredibly uncommon, and clearly he's he's a a, a a what's the word for it an anomaly. Clearly he's he's coming in as a phenomenal player and, and you know being secretive for eight years while, stout, while playing and everyone thinks you just started yesterday because you look young, like that doesn't exist because of slip anymore. Like it's just the the timing and and the circumstances of him probably won't happen again and i think a lot of people are going to think it could happen to them and that's a little scary because and maybe maybe i'm just kind of projecting maybe i'm i'm kind of um bringing myself back to when will and i were really talking about like how to balance melee and, and if we had one message to get out to the community, it was how to transition, how to have an exit ramp, how to be an adult, and keep the game and and when will said like he kind of skipped it, kind of true i mean <laughs> like he he really like did a lot of things right, but he's a pro gamer now he he didn't really go to tournaments and 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 like budget around traveling and spend all this time at weeklies and and have to make difficult choices about how he lives his life and how he builds a career and et cetera, et cetera. And the, <laughs> it's really easy to be happy for him. And I am, this isn't about JMook really. It's about the story of j It's about people outside of Jake looking at him. I just, I get a little concerned. I, I just, I see a generation of people looking at Melee rightfully so as an all or nothing endeavor And choosing all and that is a hard life if you're not like the bernie sanders the one percent of the one percent you know what i mean like it just is it's really fun there's so much to get out of it i think the bigger lesson would be jake talking about like year three of when he started coming up in upstate when he got so much joy, not to brag again, but when I was like a year and a half his senior and and like at the point where he was getting, like he caught up to me and we were equally balanced and we were playing just incredible friendlies. And and for, for no state I think it was a, literally a dollar money match. And that was everything for us, for both of us. He was 16, I was like 20 or whatever, but that is what the lesson should be is like, how much did he enjoy coming up? How much did he enjoy discovering all all of his talents, all all of the community, all of his best friends, the, the tight knit discord that's going to be buddies forever, regardless of melee. Like that's the important thing, and and it's just again not to be a, a negative Nancy here. I, I'm looking for things Will didn't mention, and <laughs> you know go back to what Will's answer if you're trying to end on a high note. Um, but I, I really feel strongly about that, like. Things are going great for him, and there will never be anyone like him ever again. I-, I truly believe that.
0: well, if I want this game to be alive for years and years to come, the idea of there being another jMOOC, it is very unlikely. but I will not say I will not say never for myself. I'm excited to see who among all the people who have gotten into melee within the past twenty four months? end up being the kind of player that can push for a top 10 player spot but the reality like you were saying is that there will be hundreds or thousands tens of thousands who knows of melee players who are saying I love this game and they'll play for two months straight and then they'll either graduate high school or graduate college and go oh I cannot oh okay I just can't I don't have time for it anymore because now life is starting to demand things of me bills relationships, jobs, life, all that, all that stuff. And to give a cautionary tale to someone who's starting out in melee is definitely a good, a good thing because you want them to understand that in order to get to a spot that you see, we all see Mango, Jmook, Zane, Hungrybox, and we don't necessarily appreciate 8 years most people who are younger than 25 can't think about what 8 years in a, in the future means to them they can't think about that at all but you have to acknowledge that in order to be a top player in melee you generally speaking have to put at minimum 4 years cuz i think zane played for about 4 years before starting to knock off top players i think it took at least 4 years for him to start doing that and zane other than Mook, rose pretty quickly through the ranks to give zane credit it's not like it took him 10 yeah. years to figure out the game but
2: i will say like cody probably i think would be the shortest i think cody was like 3 years yeah but I think, like, to, like, obviously there's a cautionary tale with it, and, and I, I, I totally agree with J.D. on that. I think that, you know, one thing I'd, I'd highlight just knowing J.Mook a little bit more intimately is, like, he purposely, like, made decisions that, like, like he, he weighed it as well. You right. know, like, in terms of, like, he made decisions that, like, were best, I guess, like, uh, how do I phrase it, like, he you know the decisions that he made wasn't always all about melee you know it was about like supporting a friend or it was about you know you know doing his love you know things for like around his love for music and sort of like stuff like that so like he could sort of wait for his shot even if he you know i think he could have like you know stepped on the gas you know anytime he wanted and you know, it's ridiculous to say that what what made him kind of like really do it was was a second place Cinderella run at a super major into beating the best player in the world at a you know invitational. You know, <laughs> to to do it, but I think like a lot of people like step on the gas uh, and try to do it faster, but sacrifice sort of the stability that you sort of need for the long run. You know, I think that's that's the biggest that's the biggest thing like i think that it's it's really interesting to say because i think that like melee can be for kind of anyone but i've definitely also seen the the other side of it you know the more dangerous side as jd said where you know it really people really struggle with you know balancing you know achieving that dream and also being able to like live in this sort of you know world capitalistic society however you kind of want to like put it right and i think that's sort of the the tough bit because it takes away from the love of the game like i think the best thing to happen to J mook is that you know him being able to skip that made it so that he just like was able to continue loving the game more more than anything else yeah he, he picked his spot like not just picked the spots he picked he picked his spot um, yeah, I mean, it could have been like when he 3-0, you know, you know, La Luna. It could have been when he lost game five to Triff. It could have been when he lost game five to Fiction. It could have right. been when he beat Cody. You know, it could have been like or when he beats Two Saint. It could have been any point of that time where he's like, I'm going to try it now. Well, you know? th-
1: those were upstate tournaments. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly.
2: And, and yeah, I think making the most of what he
1: had was another one of his I maybe talents, maybe again, upbringing. I, I don't know what circumstance led to him being really, I think grounded, you know, great word for it. Way better than what I was going to say. I I love that. And and it's totally kind of he looks like a lightning rod, doesn't he? Uh, He is. He's always grounded. Um, I I think a kind of like I don't don't know how I'd compare the two, but my mind kept going to Lod in this conversation. Mm, Lod's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. And, And almost the best example where it's like you can be a doctor like you can, you can, and be a top. What is he? Fifteen. Top 10? Ranked. Top ranked eight over the summer. 10. Yeah, yep. and and so at, at what point? At, I'm sure there were points where like Lod had to be like, okay, do, I might ha, I might lose a bit of sleep over this. There might be some, you know, m- maybe he spent a little too much time gaming when he should have been studying. Like I'm sure there were times where there were sacrifices, one for the other. Most pro- most likely for the love of the game, rather than a. Deep-seated like drive to be the number eight player in 2022. So I, I really think it's it's a a lot a lot of this conversation. And, and I, I don't know why my my brain went to such a dark place when I'm so happy for Jaymouk. I think it's just like <laughs> the counterbalance is important. And and looking at looking at the the wide landscape of, of melee players that like look me and Will like are nice on the sticks like i'm i've gotten to the point where i when, when people bring up melee i stop being like oh you know i'm kind of good like i'm not as good as blah, blah, blah. like if you're outside the game i'm like yo i would mess you up and I, i'm just confident about that in perpetuity i will always be nice on the sticks and it will always be really fun i'll always go to a tournament and be able to be a threat whatever that is honestly such a it's It's great that that is an option. It's great that that is a way to enjoy the game, and it's also great that the game will allow you to skyrocket if circumstances allow and there won't be another Jake, but there, there will be players that start when they're 13, and then by the time they're seventeen, you know start winning majors. I'm sure that will exist. and everything in between and and I guess you don't have to be the top 10 player to, to be happy. That's all I care about. I, I just want people. To look at their own journeys their own experience of the game and find happiness not necessarily success you know
0: once you actually research or or see the full jay mook story i think there are definitely people who just know that he came out of nowhere and might not necessarily know that he played for so long on and off or would actually in fact beat top players or, or high-level players coming into the upstate New York region and pulling off upsets or driving the Game 5, all that stuff. You wouldn't know unless you did the research, but hopefully people who really like JMOOC have realized by now all the work that JMOOC put in the, to get better at the game, but also to continue to take care of everything else in life to have that balance be optimal. It, it, in a very, very, very loose way, uh, it reminds me. Of, I took like um, I took the advice of if I had spoken to Jay Mook in 2014 and said I should really get into it now. If I had spoken into spoken to him about it at that time when he's just getting in, I wonder if it would have been me again saying I don't know. I should probably do other things. I need to get my life in order. That sort of thing. If he would have said, but you can still play the game. You can still play the game. You don't have to totally abandon melee in order to take care of yourself. You can still have a balance where you don't put pressure on yourself to be better by the next day or to play mango and win by the next day. You just play when you can and practice when you can and the rest will sort itself out because that would have been, that would have been fun advice to hear at that time. I always wonder about what would have been if I had started playing earlier, how good could I possibly be by now? But that, that doesn't matter. I've I've had so many other blessings in my life that are outside of Melee, and I'm really lucky. I'm really, really lucky. So now I get to kind of play around with Melee on the side in the past year or so. That's been a big blessing.
2: Love that. Totally yeah. true, man. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself.
0: We are getting to the point, though, where as per... The normal Wasabi and JD wannabe style about an hour, and we're actually over an hour, is about the time where we're starting to go, ooh, you know, other things. Time to get back to the life that we keep all saying we actually do have, everybody. So I have... So many more things I would love to talk to y'all about, but we should wrap here. I don't have any Patreon questions for this evening, so I'll go ahead and let each of you do plugs and shout outs, if you will. We'll start with you, Wasabi. Any final thoughts that you have, as well as where the people can find you?
2: Yeah, I mean, people can find me at like, you know, on Twitter at WasabiSabi. though I'm not on it too often right now or anything like that, and... You know, I do have like a card IG that I use wasabi trading, but you know, that's sort of, you know, strictly just cards, just how like Twitter was for the most part strictly for melee. But I think I've just been thinking about like this this has just been super fun and, and definitely super energizing as, as JD predicted as always. I think <laughs> that like uh you know, sort of what I'm kind of leaving, you know, that's kinda the last thought I sort of have is that like you know funny enough you know we've talked about jake we've talked about so many things we've caught up and i think that in terms of like when i think about like melee and you know why i you know you know haven't really focused on it a lot or anything like that like i think the one thing i I i would just add is that like you know i sort of you know as i've sort of gotten you know, done more work with myself and like become more confident and and you know, short up my self-worth and, and all of that. I kind of realized like I I always wanna like be able to do something big. And, you know, this isn't like a a like dig at the community or something like that. It was just more of like I felt like I wanted to do it on a on a bigger scale than just the melee community. You know, like part of me doing cards is like i'm just honestly having fun like just improving my like like uh you know i guess like financial you know uh what's the word for it financial assets financial sort of situation that's the word for it you know and being able to do something fun but yet still it translating to something that you know is part of sort of everyday life and I felt like Melee was... Uh, I didn't want to be just siloed at like doing that just within the Melee community. So I think, you know, looking back at it, and this you know has become a very long-winded thing, as always. Uh, yeah, like, I think that nothing's really changed in terms of, like, sort of my drive. It just sort of, you know, moved eventually outside of Melee. And I think that, like, a lot of top players you know, are top players not necessarily because they have gamer genes or anything like that, but I think it's just that their devotion and love for Melee always stays within Melee, and I think that's why they're top players. So good. I missed you, man. I miss you too, man.
1: (laughs) So, I have uh, a couple things to leave on. Um, You can't find me anywhere. I have Instagram, I have Twitter, good luck. Um, I'll send it to you, it could be in the description or something there we go i think i can make some i can make an announcement right now will and i've not talked about this but if go for it if this is a conditional if the wannabes were to return it will not be a melee podcast it just it it will live in its dna but i'm so with you that i'm tired of drumming up topics about the game it's it's I'm over it. I'm done gunning to compete. I I know in my brain probably in like 2024 when like you know the wedding's over and you know I've I found comfort in my sales role and I'm like oh I got oh yo let me let me go to three majors to see what happens <laughs> that that timeline exists right but I, I I want these conversations to really live more in the like what like what what am i doing here like what are we what are we aiming for how do you feel and then just like begrudgingly be like dude the only metaphor is a melee metaphor like that's i think that is that's the ideal wannabes podcast and and so well we're gonna find time to talk because this was just like yeah we'll find time for sure this this was so much what i wanted to be so so with that out of the way Um, I think parting thoughts are (sighs) any effort you put into something is worth it. And that's been told many different ways. It's been like, you know, don't be afraid to fail. And there's plenty of cliches out of that. But my mind always goes to, you know, when I exercise for two days and then give up, or when I, you know, practice for an hour and then don't practice for another week. Like, so much of my life, so much of the beginnings of this past year when we weren't doing the podcast, when I wasn't uh, um, practicing anything like that, was just, you know, regretful of the time I'm not doing the thing. And once I became grateful of the time I did do the thing, and realize how much I gained out of it, regardless of if I'm doing it this very moment, um, it really began to shift. So yeah, if we, if we return and we do season four and there's three episodes, then we're like, wait, I don't want to do this anymore. still positive, still a good thing. And, and I don't know, that's, that's what I want to keep in my own brain so I can live my best life and follow my own advice. <laughs>
0: I know how competitive both of you can be in your own way. There there were episodes I remember listening to where I'm hearing ambition, goals, and and saying to myself, it's so cool to set out something to shoot for. And even if that doesn't actually end up turning out, it's, it's something that I don't usually do where I say to myself out loud, these are my goals. Like with the podcast, I don't think goals because I think, I already follow the advice that you said to me earlier, JD, which was to not put expectations on what happens in the future. Like by this time, be this big by this time, have that many audiences or invites to this, whatever, whatever little things are, trickling in here and there every now and again where i go oh this is just this is gravy i get to do a little bit of extra stuff related to melee so that's that's cool so i hope to continue to stay that way as for you all with the wannabes what i'm looking forward to is hearing the both of you talk because i think i always enjoyed that more than how you would talk about melee i always just enjoyed hearing you both talk about your experiences separately from each other and also with each other because it's a real friendship that's there. I love that there's still sparks to do that. And I will, as your, (laughs) as someone who has now, I think officially produced more episodes than the wannabes (laughs) has, please, please continue to remember that when you are, when you are recording and feeling, yes, this is it. This is the thing. Let's do this like tomorrow night too, or let's do this, For the next two months every night at this exact time in this exact place that um, we're we're all as the audience going to be super happy to have whatever we end up seeing actually come out into the world from from you too. So even if it is just three AJD, you know that you'll have at least (laughs) one person who's super, super excited that that happened. And I'm looking forward to seeing whatever y'all decide to do with the wannabes again.
1: Damn, you had to flex on us right at the end, huh?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, see, I tried really hard, but then I thought, wait, I have a natural way to do this and to be selfish. No, already. I think, oh, if the math checks out, this. Yeah, JD, I I was trying to give you credit with uh, garlic and salt with your other projects. You've done more than just wannabes. You've done other stuff related to podcasting as well.
1: Sure, if we count all the stuff I didn't release, I'm winning, son.
0: Yes, there we go. And <laughs> and don't forget, uh, I have done, and I've always gone out of my way to give you all credit. You know that, JD. You know that I, I know. really appreciate I you. Know. You're the man, dude. I'm giving yeah.
1: you crap
2: because I love you. This is yeah. No, this has been so fun. And congrats so again on on 200. I think to end on 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 something because I know JD JD was was talking about it. I think like it's it's also like at least i can speak from personal experience like it's okay to also just like regret you know also coming short on it you know like there part of me like was like you know like oh man like i think part of the regret is just like how much it did mean to you like honestly when i like stopped playing melee it was like i i would talk about it as if i like lost the best friend (laughs) honestly i would be like You know, like, I was, like, actually, like, in mourning for a a very long time about it, you know, Uh, but I think that, like, looking out of it now, I think that, like, the things you do in Melee, and what I like that you said is, like, it just always pays off, you know, you just don't know whether it's going to be in the game or, or, or somewhere else
0: cut it there and we and we we, no we have to also congratulate jd on engagement you know it's just like congratulations on that that was we set a date we have a date that's awesome may 3rd 2023 no one is invited we're eloping
1: in italy
2: (laughs) baboom when's the wedding melee tournament i'll practice for that (laughs) i'll 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 make sure it happens man
1: that actually sounds sounds of it sounds kind of fun she ate it good yeah more like a divorce party
0: no don't do that already to be my heart okay congratulations jd and wasabi congratulations on the uh you have you got a cat within the past year i've seen pictures yeah we so got few pi-
2: two cats yes uh, there's one
0: right now right there oh yes see you can win outside of melee just imagine that all the melee fans out there so yes yes, for those of you who are curious there are many many episodes of the wannabes where you can follow along with a journey that has now officially been preserved and is always going to be there unless jd rage quits and deletes all the episodes don't (laughs) imagine i it's
2: it's it's a possibility
1: i wouldn't be surprised if you told me (laughs) sorry i rage quit i had to (laughs) Delete all of them
0: don't do it jd anyway you can listen to the wannabes as they as they were at a time beautiful thumbnails on youtube as well and then look forward to the possible return we shall see and there's also a wannabes discord all that fun stuff you can check them out where wherever the links that in the description of the podcast take you whatever ends up being there follow along and for me yes i'm very happy that i made it to 200 episodes i didn't think to myself just gotta get there just gotta get there i looked up and realized I was getting close and there were a couple of different ideas that I had but ultimately what excited me the most it wasn't necessarily bringing on big fish or or doing something extravagant or trying to do like an IRL podcast kind of thing what excited me the most was thinking wait a minute I could casually just say hey JD Wasabi, it's been a while. Miss you all. I'm coming up on episode 200. It'd be super cool. I mean, you know, and you said you both said yes. It just reminded me of when you both said super cool, Jesse. If you want to do a podcast, you can do that. You know, not that you gave me permission, but you almost kind of did. Like I just needed somebody to tell me to do it. That was in the melee scene. And I was like, so thank you for continuing to support me. I know that you don't listen often or whatever, but thank you for supporting me all the same and to all the people who listen to the podcast yay thank you for supporting this and i look forward to continuing to provide the content if you will or be around uh super cool to be able to go up to the big house i want to i i should say this as 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 uh no no um what's the word that i want genuinely or or as earnestly as i can going up to the big house this upcoming october this is next month already is possible because of everybody supporting me so I want to say seriously, thank you. So That's amazing. I'm very That's excited amazing. to show you the plans that I have for Big House, and also to meet some or all of you there. I know Big House is one where a lot of people go, so I, I know that I'm going to be meeting Contra up there. I'm going to be meeting more members of the Melee Stats people up there, and so many we'll stats. Midwest homies, people like JDMH, and hopefully I'll see some Canada people. I don't know if people like Petra or Legs will be going, but just like in general, uh, and I'll meet Turn Down for Walt for the first time. Walt Walt's been on the show a couple of times and I'll actually meet Walt in person. We're going to shout morning to each other, hopefully Friday morning, Saturday morning, and Sunday morning. I'll just Let's yell go. from across the Such venue. A that's the goal. plan. Yes, <laughs> it's a thing in the Turn Down for Walt Discord. You should check that out also. All right, but that's, mm, that's okay. me. So thank you all once again for joining JD, Wasabi, and for everyone listening along. I appreciate it.
2: Goodbye. Okay, bye. Peace. Peace, everyone.
0: So... Now that we are done with the official recording, we need thumbnail poses. Well, just one.